You're listening to the Kribo Shoe Podcast, episode 41, New Super Karibo Brothers. Karibo Shoe Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm joined as always by my co-host. He's the yellow toad to my blue toad. Chad is here. Welcome back, Karibo Shoe fans! <laughs> wow, you really are the yellow toad. I am. <laughs> Alright, so we got a good show lined up for you guys today. We're going to be talking all about the new Super Mario Brothers franchise of games. Uh, before we get into that, we're going to go ahead and talk about what we've been playing. Alright, Chad, what have you been playing here lately? Well, as always, uh, still grinding away on Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Still, Very nice. Still loving it. Uh, went back to Hyrule Warriors, actually. Yeah, I've actually seen you've been playing this when I hop online. I see you playing Hyrule Warriors. So what? so I uh, I ended my sessions with that at the last level, and I thought, oh, I'll just go back and beat it. So I went back, and I beat the last level, but it wasn't the last level. Oh, yes. I remember that part. <laughs> so far, there's four more levels after that with no sh- signs of uh, slowing down. So I don't know where I am. I want to just, I, I, I think maybe that's just a never-ending game. I, you know, I, I remember watching the video on the uh, the completionist doing this, and I have the utmost respect for that fellow now. I mean, <laughs> I agree. But that's about, I've been spending most of my time with Hyrule Warriors. Very nice. Uh, man, for as far as me, uh, I've been playing some more Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Uh, also, uh, after um, last week's show, uh, I picked up Pokemon Snap on the Wii U, and I've been playing through that. And that's I've been having a lot of fun with that game. And I just I wish so much I would have got a chance to play this when I was a kid because I would have absolutely loved it. Well, that's great. I'm glad to hear that you picked that up. Yeah, so I'm kind of enjoying going through there and taking some pictures of some Pokemon. It's a very obscure and uh, different game. There's not really anything else like it i know it yeah so i've been really have been enjoying that it's definitely worth playing if you're if you're into pokemon it's it's a very unique game in the series i'd say uh also kind of thinking about a pokemon spinoff uh i picked up a copy of pokemon pinball on the game boy color and this is a game i did play a lot as a kid and uh but it had been it had been since i was a kid that i'd played it so uh picked up a boxed copy and uh i've been playing through that on a game boy color so just like uh you know if it was 20 years ago and uh man i'm having a lot of fun with it that's awesome i'm looking at it right now and i have to say this is a this is a beautiful box i've never seen the box art for this game yeah i was really happy with what good shape it was in and i just absolutely love this game it's it's one of the few game boy colors with the rumble feature so you can add a a triple a battery to this cartridge it kind of sticks above the game boy it's it's larger taller than most games Game Boy games and uh, it'll rumble as the ball hits the sides of the table and stuff so it's kind of neat and uh, there's a red and blue table and you can catch certain Pokemon on each table and there's a Pokedex in the game and so any Pokemon you capture you don't have to catch them all in one game but anyone you capture will be added to the Pokedex and you can collect all 150 so very cool yeah it's, it's pretty neat uh, and then uh, as far as uh, anything else, really, I've been playing through the, the new Super Mario Brothers se- uh, series of games, but that's for our main topic, so we'll talk about each of those games individually. Um, we've got a, f- a few news items here I thought we'd hit real quick as well. So uh, 
we're getting some new uh, Nintendo Selects on the 3DS. Now, this is Nintendo's series of games that have sold well, and, and they mark them down to $19.99 as the retail price. So we're getting uh, Majora's Mask 3D, Super Mario Maker, and Star Fox 64 3D. We're getting all three of these games joining the Nintendo Selects library on February 4th. Very cool. I would be more excited, but I already have all these. <laughs> As do I. But uh, I tell you, I, I much prefer the original box art versus the Nintendo Select box art. So For sure. One tip I heard someone saying is that uh, if you go like the day that these games go down in price, a lot of times the stores will still have the regular copies, and they will also be 20 So you can actually kind of get the better version of the game that way. Very nice. Uh, the next uh, line is not really a news item because it's just a rumor, but... Uh, um, for a while now, there's been people poking around the Nintendo NES Switch Online app, uh, modders and hackers and stuff. And so this one guy, uh, Cappuccino Heck, um, he he tweeted out uh, last weekend that he was digging into the NES Online files and uh, he found the following Super Nintendo game titles hidden in the code. Hmm, Super so, Nintendo. Yeah, so all we've gotten so far are NES. And so uh, well, I know a lot of people have been hoping for Super Nintendo. And there's quite a list here. I'm going to run through it real quick. So we've got Super Mario Kart, Super Soccer, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, Demon's Crest, Yoshi's Island, Stunt Race FX, Kirby's Dream Course, Poppin' Twinbee, Star Fox... Contra 3, Kirby Superstar, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Super Metroid, Super Mario World, <clears throat> Pilot Wings, F Zero, Star Fox 2, Super Punch Out, The Legend of the Mystical Ninja, and S Super Mario All Stars, and Breath of Fire 2. This is quite a list. That's a very <clears throat> impressive lineup there. The one that stands out the most to me is probably Star Fox 2. Yeah, I'm very shocked to see that. I'm also a little shocked to see Super Mario All-Stars just because you right. know they're releasing the original NES versions of these, and I was just kind of surprised to see that one. Right, yeah, that's kind of odd. One other one I thought of mentioning is Stunt Race FX. This is a, this is a racing game on the Super Nintendo with the FX chip that was used to power Star Fox, and uh, I don't think this one has ever been re-released. So that's another one where, you know, if this uh, if this ends up not being true, and I, and I kind of think it is, but if it's not, then that, that may be a tip for why it may not be real because they've never released that one before. Hmm, interesting. Uh, but I'm really hoping this, this actually comes to pass and yeah. maybe in the next Nintendo Direct we'll hear something about it. There's no telling if it may be months or a year before they release these, but I, I really do hope they move to Super Nintendo soon. Yeah, same here. And then uh, the last thing we have is is uh, another update on our Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, sales numbers so far, and uh, uh, I think Nintendo's president in an interview with uh, some uh, news outlet, and he mentioned that five million copies of Smash Brothers Ultimate sold in the very first week worldwide. Not bad. Not bad <laughs> at all. Uh, I think that uh, exceeded almost everyone's expectations, and uh, I think uh, I think Smash Brothers Ultimate has a strong chance to be the number one selling game on this system. I, th I think so. So yeah, that's going to do it with what we've been playing in the news. And we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into the new Super Mario Brothers series. Let's a go, Chad. <laughs> Let's a go. So we're going to be talking about the new Super Mario Brothers series of games. We thought this would be the perfect week to do so as new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe just came out on the Nintendo Switch which is a remake of the uh, new Super Mario Brothers game on the Wii U. And uh, so I think we have each played every single game in this series. I believe so. And uh, 
you know, it's called New Super Mario Brothers, but it's really not that new because I think the series started in 2006. So we're going on about 12 years now. So I thought this would be a good time just to take a look back at each game and kind of what they brought to the table and kind of our experiences with them. Sounds good. So we're going to start off with the original, and that's New Super Mario Brothers, and it was for the Nintendo DS. It was released in May 15, 2006. Wow. That's a long time ago. <laughs> yes. If I remember right, um, this game came out alongside the DS Lite, or at least the same month as it. Because I remember I got a shiny new white DS Lite, and I picked up this game. Oh, very cool. And I was very happy with both. <laughs> um, so I thought kind of the interesting thing when you're talking about the new Super Mario Brothers series is that we had not had a new side-scrolling Mario game for a very long time before this game. Um, really going all the way back to Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo, which came out in August of 1991. Uh, you can call, I mean, Yoshi's Island in America was called Super Mario World 2, but I consider that more of a Yoshi game and not so much a Mario game. And this is kind of a true successor to the Mario World. And so, you know, if you think about it, it's been almost 15 years since we had a side-scrolling Mario game. Nintendo had kind of gone 3D crazy, you know, with Mario 64 and and, uh, Mario Galaxy and stuff. So I was really happy as as I grew up with the side-scrolling Mario games, I was really happy to see a new game in in this style. Yeah, same here. They, uh... They just yeah, like you said, they kind of went 3D crazy. They skipped the N64 and the uh, the GameCube, exactly, and didn't put a side-scrolling Mario game, which was kind of odd. And not only that, also the Game Boy Advance, because if you remember, we got uh, four Super Mario Brothers Advance games, but they were all re-releases of, of previous Mario side-scrolling games. Right. So it had really been a long time, and so I was definitely ready for a new side-scrolling Mario adventure. Uh, thought we'd just kind of talk about a few things that that kind of debuted with this game you know we kind of think of these things of hey they've always been in mario games but no a lot of stuff debuted in this series so first of all you could play as either mario or luigi if you knew the right trick um if you pressed l and r and selected a file a save file at the same time you could play as luigi during this and it took me uh, i it took me a long time to figure this out i think i saw it in a magazine or something and uh, so I, I love the fact that you could play as Luigi. That's cool. I did not know that. And, of course, this game introduced several new power-ups to the Mario series. So one of them, and this is, I think, the the only game I can remember that has had this suit, the Blue Shell suit. Oh, yes. You know, we think of a Blue Shell as, you know, an, a, a weapon in Mario Kart, a, a cheap weapon in Mario Kart. <laughs> but uh, you could actually get this suit in, in Mario, uh, New Super Mario Bros. on the DS. And uh, when you were running and you would duck, you would get into a turtle shell and you'd be pretty invincible. So that was kind of neat. And, of course, this game also brought the Mega Mushroom and the Mini Mushroom to the series. Now, uh, what are your thoughts on these new power-ups? Are you for or against? I'm not just a huge fan myself. The the Mega one is pretty cool and whenever you would do the... Uh the uh, local wireless co-op mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun you could just kind of stomp on everybody it was i do think these are some of the weaker power-ups in the mario series uh, yes. the the mega mushroom is neat uh the mini mushroom i just never did care for and in this game you have to use the mini mushroom to access a lot of the secret exits and stuff and right. to me it was just always a pain but the it was the debut of it so i thought it was it was worth mentioning this game also brought a few new moves for Mario into the 2D series. So you got the wall jump uh, and the the ground pound in this game, I believe. Oh, very cool. Um, and, you know, we had seen those in Mario 64, but we had not seen them in a, in a 2D Mario game before. 
right? The, oh. the wall jump has become, you know, quite famous in the, the new Super Mario Brothers series. Oh, I, yeah. I rely on that a lot. You're, you're not going to be able to save yourself from a pit or access a lot of the secret coins if you're not wall jumping in these games. Right. Uh, and then I thought, of course, to mention that this game was a huge success for Nintendo. And I believe that's why they're still making these games to this day. This game sold a whopping 31 million copies on the Nintendo DS. Wow. Uh, is the number one selling DS game of all time. I so, believe it. Bigger than Mario Kart, bigger than Pokemon. This is the top dog. This is the baby here. So, um, so after that, we it was a little bit before we got another New Super Mario Brothers game, and it was the first console game, and that is New Super Mario Brothers Wii, which is of course for the Nintendo Wii. It came out in November fifteenth, two thousand nine. So I played quite a bit of this one here. Uh, really? A lot, okay. a, lot, a lot of four player at least. I got it very late though in the Wii's uh, life cycle. I, okay. It was, it was, uh, it was a, maybe a year before the Wii U came out. Yeah. So I, I was pretty late to the Wii. There just wasn't a whole lot on there that impressed me. But I always wanted to play the Mario games. Right. And I uh, was able to play this four player and I thought that was just something. Yeah, and that's a great thing that you mentioned, the four-player. That's also how I played it, and this was the first game to offer four-player co-op throughout the entire game, and that was a a game-changer for this. Uh, As I was growing up with the original Mario Brothers 1 through 3 and Mario World, um, I would play those with a friend all the time, and you'd have to always take turns. And for the first time, you could just play them together. And uh, other games previously in the series would have separate multiplayer modes, but nothing where you could play through the entire campaign. And so that was a huge deal uh, for this version on the Wii. Right. It's it's pretty much a dream come true for a lot of us that played games where you'd have to pass the controller. It is. (laughs) Off. So um, this game um, brought back a lot of things that we'd seen in previous Nintendo games as well. So uh, Yoshi Returned, which I know is a fan favorite. Um, the spin jump and also the Koopalings returned. So we had up until the, this game was released, we had kind of gone into uh, you know Bowser's always been the main villain in Mario games, but it was it had gone all the way to to Bowser Jr. as kind of the the sub villain. And finally, in New Super Mario, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, we got the Koopa Kids back. So I was very excited to see them. I was very happy. Um, let's see here. This was, as we said, it was the first uh, four-player game. And so, of course, you needed four different characters to play as. So you could play as both Mario and Luigi. And also, for the first time, I believe you could play as the Yellow Toad and the Blue Toad. And uh, I remember being kind of surprised by this because I was always used to, you know, just the standard Toad with the red dots on his head. Right. Um, but no, you could play as the Yellow or the Blue Toad. So uh, I remember this was just a blast to play uh, four players. And it's how I played the entire game. Right, yeah. Uh, this game also introduced a few new power-ups. So we got the penguin suit and the propeller suit. And they also brought in the uh, ice flower that was from Super Mario Galaxy. So uh, to me, this is a much stronger set of uh, new power-ups that this game brought compared to the DS one. For sure, that propeller propeller suit saved me many, many times. The propeller suit is awesome. And the uh, I really like the penguin suit myself. I do too. Yeah. Um, this game also brought, as you were playing co-op, this brought the bubble system to the new Super Mario Brothers games, which if you've ever played one, you're probably aware of. But basically this allows, uh, as long as one player is still playing, this allows the other players to bubble up. If they're fixing to fall into a pit, or if they can't get past a very hard section of a level, they can press a couple of buttons, turn into a bubble, get past the hard part, and then you can pop them out. And so you can really use this to your advantage if you're playing with four players. Right. It's great playing with kids and everything. Exactly. And this is something that still 
still uh, stands to this day. You're always able to bubble up now. So, so yeah, that was uh, that was New Super Mario Bros. Wii, and uh, we'll go ahead and talk about its sales as well. It's not number one on the Wii, but it is number four, and it sold a little over 30 million copies. So it's right there with the DS version. Wow. And uh, again, these are Nintendo's two most successful consoles ever, the DS and the Wii. And I don't know that we'll ever see numbers that touch these. This this is the pinnacle of New Super Mario Brothers as far as sales go. For sure. So not a very rare game is what you're saying. Not a very <laughs> rare game. It was also a pack-in. In fact, I actually have the uh, the con the red Wii that this was packed in with. And so I have both the, uh, the regular case, the DVD case of it, and also the little cardboard one, which I don't like near as much. But uh, yeah, this game was very accessible to people. Right. Um, all right, so that's going to do it for New Super Mario Brothers Wii. And let's go ahead and move on to the next game in the series. It's the third game in the series, but you would be... Uh, it's, it, you could be forgiven if you thought it was the second because the title of this game is New Super Mario Brothers 2. And it was released on the 3DS in August 19th of 2012. So again, a pretty long time, another three years almost in between releases. And uh, this game is the, uh, the, the um, this is the game that came out on the 3DS family of systems. Um, and uh, this game put a focus on collecting coins and kept track of how many you collected throughout the entire game, which I think is the only time the Mario series has done this, at least the side-scrolling one. Right. Uh, so not only would it you know, keep track of how many coins you got in each level, but at the bottom you would count, keep track of how many you collected throughout the entire game. And uh, this is uh, this is just kind of an odd step for this, for this series to me, that to be fo so focused on collecting coins... Right. Um, it almost seems like something that'd be more fit for a Wario game. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Yeah, Mario's kind of greedy in this yeah, game. I guess this is kind of Mario's greedy phase. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this game, uh, its overall objective is to collect a million coins. And you would get, um, I think your reward for collecting this would be a new title screen and a gold Mario statue. And I don't think I ever got to a million coins. Do you remember if you did? Oh, I, it's been so long since I played this. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. I remember beating it, but that's all I remember. Right, but there was uh, there was just there was just more ways to get coins in this than any other game, and that's fun. But to me, this is one of my uh, I would definitely wouldn't put this high on my if I was ranking these games, I wouldn't put it super high. No, myself. no, me and you were talking about this earlier of when we were thinking about doing this podcast here, and you, there's so many coins in uh, in most all the Mario games. A hundred coins equals a free life and everything, right. so you can get lives like crazy in this game. Oh, by yeah. the time you beat the game, you may have over 100, or in your case, you had a lot more than that. Yeah, I think I had 400 or something lives when I turned it on this week to, to play through a little bit of it. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, now, we did get some cool stuff in this game, though. Uh, one of my favorites is, is Resners. Uh, they were the, the little fort mid-fortress bosses in Super Mario World kind of look like a triceratops almost or something right and they returned in this game as the as the mid-world boss and i, I love seeing these guys come back i really thought that i'd never see them again so i love how nintendo you know they're they're always willing to bring back an old enemy it seems like for a mario game and so that that was kind of a nice touch i thought in this one 
Um, also, the Koopalings return in this game as bosses, but this time Bowser Jr. does not. So we see Nintendo kind of, as the years go by, they kind of wrestle with who they want uh, to be, um, you know, the bosses for each world. Do they want it to be Bowser Jr. or do they want it to be the Koopalings? And uh, it's just very interesting to see kind of how it changes from game to game. Right. Um, we also had some power-ups included in this game, and that includes the Super Leaf from Mario Brothers 3, which is the first time it, it came back in new in uh, Super Mario 3D Land before this game released. But that was a you know more of a 3D game, and this was the first time it came back in a 2D game since Mario Brothers 3. And this is just this is just an all-time great Mario power-up. Oh yeah, it's one of my favorite power-ups from the Mario series. If I remember right, uh, in this game, if you're playing as Luigi, it's almost uh, it's a, almost a different kind of a fox instead of a raccoon. I think so. I can't remember exactly what it is, but I thought that was neat too. Um, let's see here. The other uh, power-ups, uh, there was a block mask. And this was another uh, another thing that this game had where you could collect more coins. Because if you would uh, hit a block that had multiple coins in it, if you got enough coins out of it, the block would attach to your head. And if you ran fast by holding B, coins would just start flying as you were running at full speed. Or if you jumped on a music note, they would just fly while you're in the air. And you could collect a lot of coins this way. You could. Um, but again, I don't think a, a great power-up. Really. No. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, since Mario Brothers Wii had co-op, this game also had co-op. It was two players only, but uh, it was an option in this game. And the second player played as Luigi uh, and, alongside Mario. And this could only be played with two uh, 3DS or 2DS consoles and two copies of the game. Uh, I don't think I ever actually tried this, though, in this game. I played this strictly single-player. Right, yes, same here. I mean, it's kind of, They kind of moved away from the DS feature where you didn't have to have a copy of the game. I know it. So that kind of hurts you a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know anybody that at the time had a copy of this game while I was playing it. So, uh, right. But I assume it was probably very similar to the Wii version. Um, so as of September 2018, as the latest sales figures I could find, New Super Mario Bros. 2 has sold 12.82 million copies worldwide. So it's still a very good selling game, but we're quickly going downward from the, the glory days of the Wii and the DS, but still very respectable, I'd say, for the 3DS. Oh, yes. Um, I thought I'd also mention real quick, a stage based on New Super Mario Bros. 2 appears in Super Smash Bros. on the 3DS titled Golden Plains. And if a, I, this is something I thought was really neat about this stage. If a player collects 100 coins on this stage, their character will turn golden and gain both increased attack power and flinch resistance. Ooh. What a cool little <laughs> Easter egg to throw in this stage. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was really neat. Um, so, man, we've made it about halfway through the new Super Mario Brothers series. We're going to take a quick break here, and we'll return and hit the second half. Okay, Chad, so we're back from our break, and we're going to get right back into the second half of this New Super Mario Brothers series, and we're going to start off with New Super Mario Brothers U, which was released on November 18th, 2012, which was the launch day of the Wii U. This also meant that uh, regular manuals were no longer included in the New Super Mario Brothers games, only electronic manuals. That's very sad. Oh. Also, if you you know if you remember when we were talking about New Super Mario Brothers two on the 3DS, that came out in September. So these games came out incredibly close to each other. You know, before that it seemed like we would have two, three years in between releases, and these came back to back. 
And so I think that there was a little bit of maybe New Super Mario Brothers fatigue when this game came out. And it's a real shame because it is actually a very good game. My favorite of the series. Right. Same here. Um, this is, in fact, what this playing this game is what convinced me to buy a Wii U. I did not have one at launch and uh, hadn't really even thought about that I would buy one. And uh, Best Buy, our local Best Buy had a demo unit and uh, had this game and I played it. And I enjoyed it so much that I was like, you know what? I think I will buy a Wii U. And so this was the first game I bought when I got mine. Oh, very nice. Um, and this is also the first side-scrolling Mar- new Super Mario Bros. game that was in HD. And it makes a huge difference. Uh, you can really tell. Yes. If you play uh, New Super Mario Brothers on the Wii and then go straight to this, it's just a night and day difference how much clearer and crisper it looks. Um, this game also brought back the full co-op experience, but it actually increased it by one in a way. So you could actually play up to five players through this game. So, uh, of course, four of you could be the standard Mario, Luigi, and the two Toads. But the fifth player could hold the gamepad and use the stylus, and they could like create platforms while everyone was playing and stuff like that. And so you could actually play five people in a way. Just one of them wouldn't be controlling a character, but that could be helping out. Gotcha. Wow. I so didn't know that. That was a very unique thing. And Nintendo did a lot of stuff like this on the Wii U. They would they would try to find ways to use the tablet in interesting ways. And right. so uh, I, I tried this out. I never actually played through the game just like this, but I, we definitely tried it out when we got it. And it was very neat. And you can make the game a lot easier this way. Oh, I'll bet. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, and of course you could play, um, I thought one thing that was interesting about this when I was researching it is that initially you could only play this game co-op with four Wii remotes. Uh, they had to patch in pro controller support, which I thought is like the most Nintendo thing ever to not support the <laughs> controller you'd want to use from the start. Wow. Uh, so we see here, Nintendo has a long history of not allowing you to use the controller you would prefer. Uh, but they actually did patch it in here. So, uh, maybe there's hope for some of these other Switch games, um, of course, um, one other thing that New Super Mario Brothers U introduced, or reintroduced, I should say, is that um, the entire world was one large map that that had all the worlds and the levels in it. And this this is completely from Super Mario World, which is the world map that I absolutely love to this day. I just love that, you know, all the worlds are connected, you know. There's just something about that that I prefer. Right, yeah, same here. That's awesome. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Um, Yoshi's, of course, returned as well, but this time we also had the return of Baby Yoshi's, which I don't think we had seen for a while. And uh, Baby Yoshi's kind of replaced a lot of the power-ups in this game, because depending on what color Yoshi you had while you were holding, it would do certain things. So, like, I think if you played as a yellow, if you had a yellow Baby Yoshi, and it might be a dark level, if when you jumped, if you shook the controller, it would light up the level. Right. And I think they're the pink Baby Yoshi, if you shook the controller, it would, like, suck in a bunch of air and balloon up and allow you to float around. So... Uh, it was some very unique stuff, and it was a lot of fun seeing what the little Yoshis would do. Yeah, like I said, they kind of took the place of the power-ups. I thought that was a neat addition. I did, too. And, of course, we did get one new power-up, and, and it's one of my favorites. It's the the, the squirrel suit. Oh, yeah. It made its debut here. And so this is a great one because it allows you to float and fine-tune your jumps. But also, if you shake when you're in the air, you can do a, an extra jump, which will let you get to some higher, harder-to-reach areas. Um <clears throat> Let's see here. The Koopalings also return in this uh, game, as well as Bowser Jr. So everybody's back this time. All right, bringing in the big guns. Exactly. <clears throat> um, 
another thing uh, that we got is that Boom Boom returned, and he's the mid-boss now in these games. So, um, or let's see here. Maybe Boom Boom was a new Super Mario. No, I think it was this game that Boom. Yeah, Boom Boom's in this game as the mid-world the mid, uh, the mid world boss. And so that was another nod back from Super Mario Brothers 3. Right. And uh, I always like to see him in a game. I like Boom Boom. Um, let's see here. Another introduction we had was the character Nabbit joined the game for the first time. This is kind of a weird character, in my opinion. It is. It's a weird purple rabbit with a handkerchief over his mouth, kind of like Bowser Jr. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just very strange. Kind of creepy. <laughs> very much so. And in this game, he would kind of steal, steal toads and, and hide them in a level. And you had to go back and replay a level and try to save them. And uh, I'm not a huge Nabbit fan myself, but uh, he's been in a lot of games here recently, and this was his debut, so definitely worth mentioning. Nabbit for Smash Brothers. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> um, so um, let's see here. This game also has the most courses in the new Super Mario Brothers series. It has 94 courses all in all. Wow. So there's a lot of stages in, in this game. <clears throat> Of course, this game sold around 5.7 million copies on the Wii U, which uh, for the relatively small install base, I think is a pretty respectable amount. I think so. Um, of course, that's not all. This game also has some paid DLC in the form of New Super Luigi Brothers. And so, uh, New Super Luigi Brothers U, I guess I should say. And this was released during the year of Luigi, 2013, so the next year uh, in June. Um, and this this uh, this is kind of a reimagining of all the levels from New Super Mario Brothers U. So there's no new levels, but they've all been remixed a little bit, and they're all a lot harder, and um, have a lot less time to complete them. I think in the Wii U version, I think it was a hundred seconds you had to complete them. I believe so. And this game is very difficult. It is. It's it's tough but for speedrunners and people that want to challenge. I think this is for you. I agree. I, I would equate this uh, as the Lost Levels is to Super Mario Brothers. This is kind of how this is to New Super Mario Brothers. U. It's a lot more difficult. Yes. Um. <clears throat> so let's see. Nabbit was available as a playable character in this game for the first time, and he was invincible, if I remember right. So they kind of put him in there as a way for. Uh, people that are not as skilled to maybe be, have a chance to make it through this game. He's kind of the the Funky Kong and is is in uh, Tropical Freeze. Exactly, just a, a slightly easier character. And the first time he was playable. Um, also, there are hidden pictures of Luigi in each level of this game, and you don't really get anything for finding them. But I, but it is neat. That's cool. I didn't know that. Of course, Mario is not seen at all in this version of the game making New Super Luigi U the only game so far where Luigi appears but Mario doesn't, which I thought was very interesting. Wow, I, I believe on the mm -hmm. uh, the first cutscene of this game, isn't Mario's hat sitting His at the hat table? His hat makes an appearance, and I think there's a snow level in this game that had a Mario-shaped snowman, but the man himself does not show. <laughs> so I thought that was very interesting. Um, and of course, this game originally, I think, came out as a download only. They later released it as a standalone game for, I think, $20. And it's, as far as I know, the only Wii U game that comes in a green case instead of the blue or red that we're used to. No, I really like <clears throat> the blue of the Wii U cases, but I, there's something about this green case that I just, yeah. I actually don't have it. I have the bundle where uh, Super Mario Brothers U and Luigi U are packaged together, and I really want this green case. Right, so then after the, the release, the green box release, they 
did release a bundle, which is the one you have with both games. Right. But yeah, you're right. There's just something about the the green case from New Super Luigi U, and it has the Year of Luigi badge on it, and it, it is a neat. I think it'll be a neat collector's item someday. Oh yeah, you know exactly what it is when you see that green case. That's right. So uh, this is this is so far of all the games we talked about. This is the only one I've never completed all the way. Yeah, me too. Um, so I so far I've completed all these games all the way through, but I just I couldn't make it through this. It was so difficult. But I'm glad that uh, as we'll get into later, I've got another chance to do so. Um, so that's kind of it for the the main series of games. But I thought there's a other other couple of games that we should mention, um, and that's uh, the first one is Super Mario Maker. Now this is a game that came out on the Wii U originally, and also later came on the 3DS. And uh, this is a game where, of course, you can make your own Mario levels. And they have all kinds of art styles. So they have their original, uh, they have Mario Brothers 3, they have Mario World, and they have New Super Mario Brothers is one of the art styles. So, again, this is the Mario, New Super Mario Brothers series kind of makes a return in this game. And so you can tell that this is this is Nintendo's current way of showing Mario in 2D. And it's so far, it's here to stay. We'll see if they ever, you know, decide to go a different different way but so far for the last you know 12 15 years this has been the the current style and then of course super mario run which came out on smartphones um it also has these new super mario brothers look to it um so i thought those two are definitely worth mentioning as well and that brings us to current day chad and that's new super mario brothers u deluxe which is a reimagining of the wii u version that we've already spoke about and so I thought, let's just quickly talk about what's different about this game and kind of what our experiences are with it so far. Sounds good, yeah. Like you said, very recent title, uh, just a port of the Wii U. Uh, so far, I'm really enjoying it. It introduces uh, a new character here, uh, Peachette. Right. Of course, which is Toadette, but whenever you get a uh, Super Crown, you turn into Peachette. And then it uh, features the return of the blue and yellow to- toad. But from what I can tell, you can only pick one or the other, not not them at the same time, which That's is kind of right. odd. <clears throat> but yeah, Peachette is awesome. She's got a, she of course floats like Peach, and she has a, a double jump, so it's very nice. So basically, the Squirtle suit almost. <clears throat> exactly, and of course, Toadette herself is new to be playable in this game. You're right. So uh, we've got that. Also, Nabbit is playable in this game, which course he was in new super luigi u but not in the original new super mario brothers u so and he is the character that you would probably let a, a young person play with or or someone who's not playing a, played a whole lot of mario games because he's invincible other than falling into like fire or a pit he's completely invincible in this game right on the character select screen it has just the normal characters and above peach it or toad it it'll say easier and on nab it'll say easiest easiest so you'll yes. kind of know that um, so there's that, and then of course, New Super Luigi U is also included in this game, and I, I I haven't played it yet, but I believe that they even extended the time limit on these levels to make it a little easier to get through. So oh, okay. I'm actually planning on uh, eventually trying to get through uh, New Super Luigi U if I can. That'd be great. Um, of course, I also noticed through playing through this, and I'm not too far, I think I'm on World 3 now, I'm just getting started on World 3. But you can also select any of the playable characters um, at any time. You can switch between them. And even if you're just playing one player, you can play as any of the characters. So that's nice. So I've been able to try out each one of the characters. Uh, well, not each, several of them. I haven't tried Nabbit yet. I've seen others try them, though. Right. Um, right. So that's neat. 
but yeah, this is just, uh, it's just really nice to have this all in one package, all on the Switch. Uh, like we said, you know, New Super Mario Bros. U sold as probably as well as it could on the Wii U, but only 5 million copies, which is by far the least of any of these games. So this is just another example of Nintendo kind of re redoing a game from the Wii U, bringing it to the Switch, and, you know, hopefully it'll sell a lot more copies and, and they'll be able to... Uh, to, to make it a little more of a success than it would have been. You know, I, I really think it will be a lot bigger success on the Switch since there's so many more Switches and everybody loves the Switch so much. And I, I was reading an article and I believe it said that this is uh, the first week that Smash Brothers Ultimate has been knocked out of the top spot because of this game. Interesting. So that, that's, pre that's pretty crazy right there. But so far, I'm, I'm having an absolute blast with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe I'm fixing to start World 2. The only thing I, I... It took me a while to get used to this game. It feels very floaty to me. It does. When you're jumping around. It just... I, I can't control it very good, but I finally got used to it after I played it for a while. Yeah, it's definitely... I hadn't played one of these games in quite a while, and so it definitely takes a while to get used to it again. Once, once I get used to it, I really like how it feels. It's just kind of getting back into that feeling like... Hey, this isn't Mario Brothers three or Super Mario World physics. This is the new Super Mario Brothers feel. So. Right. But uh, this is definitely a game I would hundred percent recommend if you've never played it on the Wii U. I think it's a very good value. Actually, you're getting uh, ninety four levels in each version, Luigi and Mario. Plus, there's some other challenges and stuff in there as well that you can try out. I think it's a very good value for that. It's a little harder for me to recommend if you've already played all the way through this game. Uh, of course, I'm. I don't practice what I preach, and I picked it up on day one, and it's worth it for me. But if you're just if you're not a huge Mario fan or not a huge collector, you could definitely wait for this to go on sale. I'd say for sure, and it does not come in a green case, unfortunately. It does not. No instruction manual, but I thought the artwork on the back of the uh, the slip cover looked very cool. Yeah, I agree. And again, I, I, what would you say of all these games we talked about? Is this your favorite in the series, or is there a different one that'd be your favorite? No, I, I actually have the. The Wii U version was my favorite up until this, and I think this will overtake that pretty easy. Yeah, so I do think this, of all the new Super Mario Bros. games, I think this one is the best one, uh, the, this version. And so it's definitely the one to get if you want to jump in. So yeah, that's been a, a kind of a complete history of the new Super Mario Brothers series. It's kind of fun to look back on, and it's crazy how long it's actually been since it came out, and just everything that it brought to the Mario series. Yeah, well, so. I sure appreciate your hard work. I learned quite a bit about this franchise that I did not know. Well, in researching it, I, I definitely had forgotten a lot of this stuff. It's hard to remember which, when which power-up came and who was the boss and which which game. But uh, oh, yeah. they're, they're all similar, but they're all different, and they're all worth playing if for you're sure. a Mario fan. Definitely. Uh, of course, I would love for this. I, I would actually be fine if this was the last game in the new Super Mario Bros. series. I'd love to see Nintendo try something else in 2D. But it remains to be seen. And, uh, of course, if they don't and they just make another New Super Mario Bros. game, well, I'll buy that too. So, <laughs> so that's going to do it for today's episode. We hope everyone enjoyed it. We want to thank everyone for listening. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.